Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome as we kickstart our two. We kickstart it right now on the show with the NBA and which headliners are most likely to enter the transfer portal. We'll dust off our friend, the crystal ball, to find out. Also, Kevin Durant believes his lack of charisma has caused the talking heads in the NBA to doubt his leadership. Do you buy this? Also, why is J.J. Redick getting so much heat from the NBA establishment for ripping Doc Rivers with his big mouth? Isn't that what you're supposed to do as a talking head? We'll talk about that and more right now. Give it up for our number two. Looking for a little action. Just looking for a little action. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we blather and visit Opportunity Oasis. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and supremely Powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the pop, the pop, the pop, the fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way that tire buying should be in our lead this hour coming from Pro Bouncy Ball as your favorite stars lounge around in the Bahamas or some other tropical destination. The NBA taking the slow road to get back to work. It's an odd decision, but the players don't want to work too hard. We know that. We know that from load management. 
Uh, so they're all over the place enjoying their midseason vacation. And those that are looking for basketball competition are either going to have to watch college basketball. If you like pro basketball, you're left to use your imagination about what the future holds. And if we're intellectually honest with each other, the NBA product during the regular season is not that good. It's more fun to talk about the drama. And even without games, the drama-o-rama continues. A lot of chatter yet again with the games not being played about musical chairs. Now, I don't know how much of this you're paying attention to, and maybe you've blocked it all out, but several listeners have asked my take on who's got next as names continue to fly around in the air everywhere. So let us discuss the question. Which current NBA headliners, current NBA headliners are most likely to enter the transfer portal? So I've got Farmstead, Periodic Table, and Bubble Wrap. We'll put all these things together, and we are going to dance. And we're going to dance around and do the Foxtrot. All right, so number one, number one, number one. looking into my trusty crystal ball, uh, I've got three musketeers, not the candy bar, I've got the three musketeers, Trey Young, obvious, Trey Young, boom, in Atlanta, hey gone, Donovan Mitchell, the Cavs have been one of the better teams in the NBA, but Donovan Mitchell uh, it just didn't seem like he wants to be there long-term. The Cavs know that, and whether that's the Knicks or the Lakers or wherever, he'll, he'll be out. And we have an old saying from the farmstead, you know, growing up on a farm like Iowa Sam, uh, where there are bees, there's honey. Where there are bees, there's honey. Outside of those two, who is the third musketeer? Well, the third musketeer, come on down. So the crystal ball, which is never wrong, the crystal ball, never wrong, the crystal ball. It's one of the great wonders of the audio world. And it spit out El Matador. That is Luca, Luca Doncic, the Dallas Mavericks star. He's the wild card on all this. Now, he's known as El Matador because that's the kind of defense he plays. But he and Nikola Jokic played footsie at the All-Star game in Indy. And keep in mind, over the years, many a partnership have been formed at the pickup a palooza the All-Star game, in the past, you had Kyrie Irving, who loves everybody, unless he doesn't, and Kevin Durant, who formed a cofab. How'd that work out for Brooklyn? Not good. But you had Jokic and Doncic, the international connection. And they were they were buddy-buddy. Uh, Jokic said he did not want to leave Denver but he did say if Luka gets pissed off in Dallas, he can come to Colorado. So would Luka leave Dallas for Denver? The logistics, you say, well, there's no way, right? Why would you do that? It makes no sense. But stranger things have happened in the NBA. Like if for some reason Luka loves the Rocky Mountain Oysters or the Maller sandwich, which is available at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill there in Denver. Maybe he wants to live there full-time so he can eat the Ben Maller chicken sandwich wherever he wants. Uh, if, if there's a desire, it, the stars run that business, he can end up there. Also keep an eye on, as a wild card, not one of the three Musketeers, although he does love eating them, Zion Williamson from in uh, Nolan's way, uh, and uh, he's one extra helping 
which is one extra helping of gumbo away from being sent in the trade portal. All right, now page two. Headline from the Slim Reaper as he continues to feed the content kitty, the subject of much slander, pundits from Sir Charles, Charles Burke Barkley, on down, uh, unloading, unloading on KD and his poor leadership ability. Uh, Kevin Durant responded to a friendly face. Apparently, I'm, I'm told he did an interview with his business manager. Oh, that's hard-hitting. Uh, Durant said that his lack of charisma has led the NBA talking heads to doubt his leadership. He said, quote, you've got to sell what you are doing as well, and I haven't sold it enough, close quote from Durant. So Kevin Durant, one of the big faces of the NBA for a number of years here, he believes his lack of charisma causes skepticism about his leadership in the media, do you buy this? So I'm going to answer it this way. I, I am confused, right? I'm confused, and here's why. Because Durant admits that he has a lack of charisma, which on this side of the microphone, I don't know about where you are, but on this side, that is a confession. That is self-incrimination. He's admitting the pundits are right. If you look at the periodic table on leadership, you look at all the elements, all the things needed to be a leader. Among those are respect, self-awareness, communication, all there. But leadership includes those things and having people buy in. And Durant, his lack of self-awareness, and I would argue communication, do make him a poor leader. He admitted to it, but he made it seem like, well, the media's wrong, but it's, you know, come on. All right, thanks for your confession. All right, final point. Headline from the Boob 2, a made-for-TV drama-o-rama playing out this week. Former NBA player turned talking head, J.J. Redick, who was a great shooter for three quarters. Just don't ask him to make a big shot in the fourth quarter. J.J. Redick unloaded on his former coach, Doc Rivers. O-M-G. Reddick ripping the good doctor, not a doctor, by the way, Doc Rivers, Glenn Rivers, for, quote, always making excuses. And he, he said this in the context of the Milwaukee basketball team having some issues. Now, immediately after that, he was attacked by multiple either current or former NBA players, led by Patrick Beverly, who happens to play for the Milwaukee basketball team. Uh, Beverly said that Doc Rivers saved Reddick's failing career, while here's a name, Austin Rivers, who came from the loins of Doc Rivers. Austin Rivers called out J.J. Reddick saying that the best seasons of his NBA career were also with the Clippers. And there's many more. That's just a sample. So why is J.J. Reddick, of all people, who rarely says anything that interesting, why is J.J. Reddick getting so much heat for ripping Doc Rivers? Why would that be? All right, so I'm going to answer that because... Reddick, even though he's not swinging the lumber around, he's saying the quiet part out loud. And it's one thing when a, a blowhard like me gets on a microphone, your favorite overnight gas bag, and takes a shot at Doc Rivers. What happens? You just dismiss, well, you're on overnight, sir. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, you're an outsider. 
Well, J.J. Redick isn't an outsider. He's part of the fraternal order of pro bouncy ball. He's part of the brotherhood of the NBA. He's mainstream. And you got a mainstream guy who knows Doc Rivers, played with Doc Rivers for a number of years in the Lob City Clipper days. And he, here we are. Doc is he's out there, and it, he's covered in bubble wrap, and uh, J.J.'s popping bubbles. And Doc Rivers is like, wait a minute, I'm the Teflon Don. Doc, in NBA media circles, is coddled like a newborn. He takes a lot of crap on social media, but in terms of old media, they love Doc. Doc's a great soundbite. He's debonair. They love him. Uh, And Rivers continues to live off the 08 Celtics. And I go back to Doc Rivers in Philly. I go back to him with the Clippers and and the other places. All he does is make excuses for everything. For everything. He's got got a built-in excuse for everything. And so you've got the NBA Gestapo protecting him. And they always go to bat for one of their own. And the only other guy that I've seen, maybe I've missed something, but the only other guy I've seen defend J.J. Redick, who's inside the fraternal order of the NBA, is a former Clipper, Marcin Gortat. Marcin Gortat, who I also played in Washington. But he agrees with J.J. Redick's take on the good doc. Doc Rivers. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, you can join us here as we are hanging out with you all night long. The phones are open. Speakeasy rules are in effect. If you missed last hour, the podcast will be up uh, a little bit a little bit later. And a good tribute to our friend uh, Rachel from Montebello, who has uh, has left us. We uh, we lost Rachel, but uh, we we gave her our respects there, our condolences. The Rachel and her family, I know that they were able to listen in the first hour, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. It's uh, pretty, pretty cool. We have MLB on MLB Crime. Uh, we've got that. And stuffy fun under the Florida sun. Or is it the Arizona sun? It's a stuffy fun under the Arizona sun. We'll get to that as well, and we will do it. Next, be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show. We never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships, and if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised, and also Uncensored, by the way, so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, 
the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Ben Maller Show is a collaborative effort. You're invited to communicate with those of us on this side of the microphones. Join your host on X. He's at Ben Maller. And you could post at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he is more than just a call screener. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop the Loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. Go Coop. Go Coop. A Bronco fan. Go Coop. And now live from the Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Chopping down the overnight hours, a Maller monologue about pro bouncy ball. I know, I will not get any angry messages from the, the regulars. None. 
Will not happen. Will not happen. Uh, let's see what the great unwashed have to say here. Uh, let's see, page down, uh, page down. I did get a few people about the basketball part of the Mallard monologue. Uh, and Midnight Walker from uh, Syracuse writes in, says the Joker and Luca, a titanic twosome. How the scoring records would fall. Like two peas in a pod, it would be a love fest till they realize there's only one ball. And that would be a, that'd be a nightmare when someone says, hey, we're not allowed to play with the two balls. You can only play with the one ball. A lot of people like playing with two balls, but you can only play with one ball. Only allowed. A late-night drug tester says, I'm surprised to hear Austin Rivers disagrees with Reddick. I assume that Duke alumni stick together. He says, the... Ken Maller burner account, not the Ben Maller, the Ken Maller burner account writes and says it's crazy, but uh, they, uh, the photo, I, I did post a, I uh, reposted a message I got from Rachel and Montebello's nephew and about her passing, and Ken uh, says it's crazy, but that's almost exactly how I imagined that she would look. Uh, here's a message that says, I think Doc Rivers has gotten far too much mileage out of that one championship signed Mike McCarthy. You know, it's uh, interesting. Uh, it's hard, well, it, it, it is surprising that Mike McCarthy is using the Casey Carr Hauler as a burner account. I did not see that as a possibility. Keith writes in, Ocho Texto, he's with us all night. He says, can we get Roberto to come on and say a few words about Rachel? She was his favorite caller, unless she wasn't. Uh, well, you know, it, it made for good drama on the show. It made for good drama. And uh, Roberto picked and choose to who he uh, enjoyed and who he did not enjoy and uh, made it a point of mentioning it on the show. So anyway, we'll take some calls. It is a call-in show. Also coming up in a few minutes, MLB on MLB Crime and Stuffy Fun under the Arizona Sun, not the Florida Sun, the Arizona Sun. We'll get to that. Let's say hello to Mason the Millennial. Hello, Mason the Millennial. Hey, Ben. Uh, thanks for taking the call. I just wanted to, you know, give my condolences to Rachel. You know, I, I really was thinking of her on the Super Bowl when, uh, you know, we obviously had the Super Bowl. I just woke up and wanted to say, good morning, NFL Football America. That's like one of my favorite drops when I started listening to this show. And uh, she was one of the more prominent callers, and she was just, like, so funny. Like, she really brought joy to my heart because she was really genuine, and I love that she was on the intro to your, uh, you know, your show. You know, I loved hearing her voice then. And uh, I remember on the way to the meet-and-greet when uh, I went there in L.A., Anaheim area, and met you, I actually drove through Montebello, and I was, like, looking out the the window saying, where's Rachel? So, you know, I, I, I just yes. wanted to call in and uh, share that because, you know, God bless her soul. And, you know, she was, you know, one of the stamps of the show when I first started calling or listening. All right. Well, so, yeah. thank you. Uh, thank you, Mason. Uh, appreciate you chiming in on, uh, on our friend Rachel. And, uh, yeah, she's the, well, we, I've had other people call from that town, Montebello, but, She's like she really sold it, man. She she must have been part of the Chamber of Commerce, which is a suburb. Montebello is a suburb of L.A., and she must have really uh, just loved living in Montebello. 
Like, uh, I've been there a few times. It was fine, but she really loved it. She really loved it. Uh, uh, Jonathan Papelbon, you remember him? You remember Jonathan Papelbon? He was a closer for the Red Sox and played with the Phillies. Got into it with Bryce Harper. I remember that. And uh, bounced around. uh, But mostly I remember him as a Red Sox. He absolutely unloaded on Anthony Rendon. The Anaheim, L.A., whatever they're being called, the Angels there. And uh, I love this because, you know, this is rare. This is this is kind of like when J.J. Redick unloaded on Doc Rivers. That's, you know, NBA on NBA stuff because you usually don't get it. That's what the, one of the reasons we, I don't like interviewing athletes is that they never say anything interesting. They don't. They're usually boring. They don't want to step on any toes and they want to be a part of the fraternity. And so when somebody goes outside of that, I like it. I like it. Uh, Jonathan Papelbon said, quote, I knew that when he became a free agent, talking about Anthony Rendon, I was like, whoever gets that dude is going to get totally bamboozled. It's going to be the worst deal in history. And he added on, he just doesn't give an S, which for some reason is a word we cannot say. I think we probably could. We're in the safe harbor, but Iowa Sam would dump it. But it's a word, word for human excrement. Yeah, it's uh, something that we all have to do, uh, if not every day, uh, you should do it every other day at least and uh, kind of clear out your old old system there. Get rid of all that stuff. Yeah. Poop again! And if you missed it, Anthony Rendon famously saying that the sport of baseball, a sport that the Angels gave him one of those mega contracts, has never been a top priority to him. Uh, it's just uh, not been the case. And uh, Papelbon uh, said that when he was around Rendon, he knew. He knew. And uh, the Angels, they didn't know. Shocking the Angels would screw that up. They gave this guy $245 million. $245 million after the 2019 season. And there are a possibility of 546 games that he could have played in. He has missed... 346 of the 546 games available. So he's he has missed, uh, he, he's only played in 200 games. Let's do some uh, Maller math. You think I can get this right? Let's do Maller math. So we start out with 546. Just bear with me on this. I want to see what percentage uh, that is. So he's played 200 games out of 546. So we move this number over here. So he has played 36.6% of the available games, less than 40% of the available assignments, the work assignments he has played in, which means in reverse there, uh, he has missed almost 65%, if my math is correct here, almost 65% of the available games. Now, this is normally where I'd pass the mic over to Koopa Loop and he'd unload on the Angels and Anthony Rendon, but he didn't, he's not an Angel fan anymore. He's not, so I can't do that. Let's go to Matt, who's in Minneapolis, and Matt is next. Hello, Matt. Welcome. Hey, thanks hey. for having me. Um, just wanted to say, uh, give a quick NFL question. If you guys could have three NFL receivers right now, uh, X, Y, and Z, who would it be and why? And uh, like, money is no option. You can have whatever quarterback and system. I'll hang up and listen. But... All right. That's, see, that's an old – I like that. It's old school sports radio right there. So you only get three receivers. Any three – who are the three receivers that you trust the most that you got to have? 
Yeah, it, one of those gotta have it. And I can pick any quarterback I want. Well, obviously I pick Mahomes because he's the top quarterback. I can pick any quarterback I want. Uh, I'd go with him. So right off the top of my head, without having uh, that in front of me, I would go Jamar Chase would definitely be in that group. I'd throw him in there. Uh, who else is a guy that I trust that I know is going to make make plays for me? Uh, I don't know that I'd put Justin Jefferson in there. I'm not sure that I would put put him in there. I would have put Cooper Cup a couple years ago, but not a big uh, not a big Cooper Cup Tyree guy. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I like Tyreek. I could put Tyreek in there. So Ty, all right. So Tyreek, Jamar Chase, and I got to get a third. So I got to get a bigger. I need a bigger receiver. So that would be either. Uh, I don't really. I'm not a big AJ Brown guy. He's okay. And DK Metcalf. Those are the big receivers. DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. I like Devontae Puka, Adams. I liked Puka Nakua, but I can't put him in the top three. Right? That'd be a homer pick. I can't do that from the Rams. Yeah, Devontae Adams is good. Uh, you know, I, I'll give you one. How about Amon Ross St. Brown? He's not a big guy, but he's really good with the Lions. That guy's smooth. That's my three. That's it. Not a list, Eddie. It's a big board. Not a list. A <laughs> yeah, big board, Eddie. Amon Ross St. Brown. You Jamar Chase. Yes. And uh, who was the uh, third? I already forgot the third. See that? No charges. Not, uh, Keenan Allen's very productive. Uh, Tyree Kill was the third. But not Keenan Allen, very productive, but... I don't know if he'll, he'll be. I saw the Chargers are going to let go of Mike Williams. You see that, Eddie? That he's supposed to be released here by your Chargers. He'll be like uh, Mike Evans. I did hear about Mike, that. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike Williams. Yeah. He, uh, Mike the Chargers. Oh. Mike Williams. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess. What? You want him on the Broncos? No. No. Oh, okay. Because he's yeah. Very very generic. Uh, in name well, he's, and production. He's a good player. He just gets hurt a lot. Well, he was a first round pick. They thought this guy was going to be amazing, and then they watched him play, and he, he's. Whatever is middle from amazing to terrible, he's uh, like when he plays, he's just not. I would just, I would disagree with that. I think he's good, but he just gets hurt all the time. Well, that means you're not good, though. If you don't, well, play, when he's on, good. when he's when he's on the field, he has the ability. Yeah, but he's not on the field, so availability. That, is I'm just, we're talking about just ability. his talent. He's got the talent. Oh, to me, it doesn't matter if you can't use the talent. Who cares? I, I can't stand guys like that, and I, and it's like that's a basketball move. Uh, guys in basketball. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This from the NFL, longtime Patriots special teams standout Matthew Slater announced his retirement. Bill Belichick called him the best core special teams player in NFL history. Uh, now we've seen uh, Devin Hester get in as a return guy. You've had a few kickers, I think one punter. Uh, he's a 10-time pro-, pro bowler. Do you think Matthew Slater gets into the Hall of Fame, Ben? Yes, uh, he will get in, Eddie, and the uh, reason he will get in is because of of the Patriot dynasty. Slater was there for the bulk of it, right? Yep. He was an all-pro. He does meet the criteria for for a Hall of Famer because he was a two-time all-pro, dominated special teams, played there the last... 12 years, the Patriots have been bad for the last, like, four years when Brady left. But before that, they were consistent contenders, and he made big plays and big games. And yeah, you know who his father is, Eddie. You know who his father is. Jackie Hall of the Famer. great Jackie Slater. What in the world? What in the world? You can put son and how many son-father combos are in the Hall of Fame? That's a good question. In the NFL. Um, Archie Manning's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? No. No way. Is there a Matthews? uh, They will be the first father-son duo to be inducted. Oh, wow. The Slaters or the... The Slaters, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because the Matthews... Those are brothers, Clay and uh, Well, their dad's a Hall of Fame, but I don't think either of the kids are going to get Hall of Fame recognition. Yeah. No, I don't think so. They were good, but not great. 
players. So Matthew Slater. He knew when to get out, right? He knew. Well, actually, if he knew when to get out, he would have gotten out a couple years ago. But yeah, good run. He's fully invested in the NFL pension program. Made a fair amount of money. Not ridiculous money, but he's, what is he, 38 or something like that? So uh, you know, he played till he's 38 in the NFL. Seems like a pretty good run in that particular business. It is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on in the overnight hours. Ferg Dog writes in, says, How come nobody ever has anything nice to say about the Angels on the radio? The big hats outside the stadium are pretty cool, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, the big hats are, are cool. That little, like, fake rock thing they have out in the uh, the outfield, like the fountain thing, that's uh, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, it's fine. The weather is always pretty good. The weather is always always pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati says my top five candidates for checking out next after Rachel are in no particular order: me, uh, Robbie, the Mariner fan for obvious reasons, Angry Bill, Chris in Houston, and uh, Marcel. <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! What? what a- <laughs> He put for obvious reasons. <laughs> well, did you see you see what else he included? I, I left some of that out there. Some uh, some of that out, but uh, that's, uh, that's, that's. I'm a crackhead. Yeah. Uh, all right. A lot of nice messages for our friend Rachel. Hey, the, Cape, hey. the Cape Cod paper boys. Uh, I hadn't heard from him in a while, and he sent a message in. Jim from Cleveland uh, as well had some nice things to say. So it's good to see some. Names that we don't see. I mean, some of these people have contributed in the past, but they haven't been part of the show for a while. Uh, Andy, the comic book guy, who went into hiding after the, the Bills. I don't blame him after that. I'd go into hiding, too. I would I would hide my my head in shame. I would absolutely, absolutely do that. Uh, Dave in Miami, uh, who's he says he'd like to join the militia. Well, Dave, your nickname is Mr. Negative, so that puts you right near the top in my book. It, 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 you can call up if you want and, and take the official Maller Militia Oath. Thanks to our friend Scooter in, uh, or Skeeter rather, Skeeter in Montana. Uh, can do that if you want. Uh, let's say hello to Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. Let's say hello to Dad Gummit, who's back. Uh, 45 day ban on social media. The little well, Ben, De- I got to say. Little man, Debbie. Yes. I've got to say, man, I have had no freaking radio in two freaking weeks. My body, my truck's in the body shop for gunshot wounds and deer hits, so I'm had to listen to the radio in my pocket. But the lady that passed away, I guess that's what happened, because I'm getting pieces of stuff. I say, gulp it all the way down. That's what she used to say. She liked to gulp it all the way down. So I'm sorry to hear she passed away. Well, what a sweet tribute that is from uh, Dadgummit. Uh, boy, uh, anyway, you are you are a I wordsman. Talk- you are an absolute wordsman, Dadgummit. No, we've had some, we've had some good people pass away, Ben. We've had some good shows. We've had some people pass away, but I have to say, one of the biggest people in the world that passed away. I hope I get a meeting one day. Was the drunk from Kansas City? <laughs> Again, again, you you have the word the way with words the gift for gab. You're talking about beer drinking Brian is what you're talking. He always about. mentioned yeah. he always mentioned my name. You know he was just a good yeah. feller, and yeah. he had he he liked to drink just like I did all those years. And I'm gonna tell you, we've had some great people on this show, and a lot of people's passed away. 
But Rachel would get me every time she'd say I gulped it all the way down. And I guzzled that sucker down every night. Yeah. There you go. There you Great go. Quote. So if I can ever yeah. get these lot lizards to figure that word out, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good, to, it's good to know that you're keeping the economy going with the lot lizards, which I, another term I did not know until this show, and uh, moving man Matt from Boston uh, taught me, he educated me on what that was. I had no idea. I was totally naive because I'm not a truck driver. Right? We got a lot of truck drivers listening to the show, but I didn't know what that was. I had no idea what that was. But once you learn that, you can't forget it. You cannot yeah, forget it. We have nothing else to do, Ben. You know, like the KC car holder, I want his job and he have my job. I mean, we're in the same situation. He does cars, I do auto parts. But anyway, man, I talked to Trump today on the phone. I'm good friends with his wife. She was a lot living for a long time, and I hooked up with her. And he told me today, if he gets <laughs> back in office, he's going to lower the gas price down to 180 when he left office. Yeah. He's going to make all the lot lizards take a shower and get new clothes. Oh, and it's back to us, Mark, and so I'm going to hit the solid roof. So, buddy, I have wow. nothing to lose tonight. Well, that's a, it's a mess. Amazing. What a what a campaign platform that is. Uh, you talk about getting right to the White House on that. Uh, will that not win the election right there? All right. Uh, thank you, Dad Gilman. Hang up on yourself. Go away, uh, please. We're done with you. So, I-, I love this story. Stuffy fun under the Arizona sun. We take you to Cincinnati Red. Spring training camp. This is one of the few times we'll be allowed to talk about the Cincinnati Reds. Because they're a, a bad baseball team. They were average uh, last year. They were average, uh, you know, like, you know, the year, I guess two years ago, they were, last year they sucked. Two years ago they were, they were average. Last year they were bad. Uh, I, I, I mixed those last two years up. So anyway, well, why would we mention the Cincinnati Reds? Because there was video that they posted on social media of a drill that their catchers were running. And the, the catchers, they would feel the throw to the plate. And then they had to tag the runner. But I, I guess the players, they didn't want to have anyone tagged over and over again, the players on the Reds. So a Reds coach pulled a stuffy, a stuffed animal to mimic a would-be base runner running down the line trying to go get to home plate. That's baseball. And I don't know that me describing it, does justice to it. I, I'm trying to describe it for our blind listeners. It's more of a visual thing. But if you can just imagine a professional baseball team with all these guys who are all millionaires, like the minimum salary is a million dollars, and you get the catcher in full pads, and he gets the throw in the dirt, and he's got to tag a stuffy that's on a string. It's uh, it's like a stuffed – I'm not sure what kind of – is it a like a like a rabbit? I'm not sure what kind of animal. It's hard to tell. Fat, whatever it is, like a fat stuffy. But it does appear to have, like, arms on it. I can't really make out. Maybe it's like a pig. I don't know. That's I'm not, baseball. I'm not sure. Like a shark. It might be a shark, actually. It's it's gray with a pink tuchus. We're allowed to talk about stuffed animal booty, right? We Are we allowed to talk about that on the radio? Stuffed animal booty? No? Sure. What the hell? Looks like a pig, Ben. A pig. Eddie's going with a pig. Is that what a stuffed animal pig looks like, Eddie? <laughs> In that, in that case, yes. Okay. That's, that's solid. Who do you think said, all right, here's what we need to do. Eddie, what did you look up uh, trying to find that? What did you? What I'm, did just, you... I'm just looking at the video of it. Oh. It's on the Reds uh, social media. I'll retweet it. Oh, well, that's very kind of you, Eddie. See, this is a story Iowa Sam's excited about. Like, this is a story that's like, all right, now we got some. If I gave you $1,000, Eddie, could you name the manager of the Cincinnati Reds in 20? 20- 24. No. You could not. 
How many guesses would you need to get the name of the Reds manager? I, I don't think I could name him. I mean, so really? is it David Bell or something? Uh, well, I think I think you nailed it. I th- unless they fired him, yeah, that's David Bell. Look at you. You got your first guess, Eddie. I thought you were going to say like uh, you know, Pete Bell. Rose or uh, Lou Pinella or somebody like that, you know, back in the day. I, I honestly David didn't Johnson. know he was still there. I you get the bell. Just guessed. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they've had many great managers over the years. The great Jerry Naren, remember that? One of my favorite Reds managers. Dave Miley, early 2000s Reds. Bob Boone did a stint as Reds manager. Back in the, well, the gold standard, though, Pete Rose. Because he was eh, sparky. Only- yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Sparky's in the Hall of Fame, but but Pete Rose was betting on the games while he was managing. I mean, that's 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 go. He was going for it. That's baseball. And had a really good winning percentage, but didn't win the World Series because that you know Lou Pinella, the last Reds World Series, which was over thirty years ago. Man, all right, it is the Ben Maller Show. We got Maller to the third degree talking baseball. Talk Speaking baseball. of talking baseball, time now for the Institute. Blank is the only MLB player in history to have 200 or more strikeouts in their rookie season. Again, Blank, the only MLB player in history to have 200 or more strikeouts in their rookie season. That is the instant trivia. The answer next. Thank you, Ben and Eddie Coop and Berto's drop. Oh, we miss you. Rachel. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Ben Maller Show is archived in the audio vault for posterity's sake, giving those working the dreaded day shift a chance to consume the audio buffet. Follow us, both the Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcasts are always free and filled with fun for every man, woman, and child. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We do have coming up for you in just a minute here, Maller to the third degree. Here's the instant trivia. Blank is the only... I love this song, by the way, Sam. Uh, Blank is the only... Eddie? To quote Jonas Knox... This song sucks. <laughs> You're a loser. Blank is the only MLB player in history with 200 or more strikeouts in their rookie season. It's only happened one time. That is the question. What is the answer? Does anyone who's up with us live overnight here know the answer? Willie Mopena, great name by Alf, the alien opiner, batting practice all-star, Willie Mopena. On the all-batting practice team right there with Billy Ashley and uh, so many legends in batting practice. Now, who else do we have? Uh, Bartolo Colon, guest by Justin in Cincinnati, who should be sleeping. Kellen Winslow Jr. from Mason in Huntington Beach, future football Hall of Famer, so he can join his father. Yeah, we'll be in the, the prison Hall of Fame. George Scott from Mr. Nice Guy. I love those Brewers uniforms, the powder blues. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Chris Capuano of the Brewers from the Late Night Drug Tester. Uh, Cowboy Killer says Rick Wild thing Vaughn. What say you, Eddie? Kerry Wood. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Uh, that would be uh, it would be a position player, Eddie. Aaron Judge, the only MLB player to have 200 or more strikeouts in their rookie season. Here we go. Here we go. It's Maller. How about Here that? To the third degree. Here we go. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kubalu. Reports say that the Tampa Bay Bucks are not going to use their franchise tag on Baker Mayfield, so unless Tampa Bay gets him signed within the next few weeks, he can go wherever he wants. 
happened? Do you see Baker testing out free agency? Yeah, so normally I would say you got to stay in Tampa, right? He had a renaissance in Tampa. And if I'm Baker, if I'm the player, you got to stay there, right? You can't go around as a mercenary. But this is, this is different because the people who are crediting Baker with the turnaround say it was Dave Canales. Well, Dave Canales ain't there anymore, the offensive coordinator. So, Baker, go get the, the biggest piggy bank you can get. You got to secure the bag because uh, he'll go back to sucking next year. Next. The Jaguars took a chance on Calvin Ridley, and it paid off. He was the team's leading receiver with over 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. However, if they decide to keep Ridley, the third-round pick that they sent to the Falcons will become a second-round pick. Ben, do you think the Jags should keep him? Yeah, you gave his numbers, and you made it seem like he was great. I, I, I expected more. I didn't think he lived up to the billing, Calvin Ridley, uh, and he was okay, but I didn't think he was as good as everyone expected him to be. So if I'm the Jags... If I can get somebody better in the draft, I would let Calvin Ridley go because I don't. I just didn't. Watching the Jags this year, I didn't think he made the impact plays we expected. Next, Stephen A. Smith has come out and said that LeBron James is directly responsible for the downfall of the slam dunk contest. He says that uh, none of the stars want to do it anymore after LeBron said he won't do it. Ben, does he have a point? Well, LeBron, I'd love to just blame LeBron and say it's all LeBron because it's fun to blame LeBron, but it's not just LeBron. I mean, LeBron was not the only great player over the last 20 years that said, screw you, but LeBron would have made it better. How about that? How do we do, Kubaloo? You pass this edition. Hey, I won. Hey, there's Maggie in Cleveland there. That's little Maggie. She's all growing up now, guys. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.